Ohr. Welcome to, to, to Beard the Boys. We're back. I think this is our third week in a row. What the hell? I'm, you know what? I'm done. I just... And here we go. Uh, you know, every so often, every so often, I mm-hmm. pour a beer poorly. Yeah. That, that's not, that's a you problem, not a, a, it, no, a it listener happens. problem. It's the best. You know, it happens to the best of us. Every so often... You can do something, you do something well in everything, but you do it poorly one time. And it pisses me the hell off when it does happen. Oh, yeah. Is that a, was that a hentai? What is that? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a hop that's turned into a transformer and it's holding a bunch of mangoes. Oh. Mango yeah, so I just get, I pour this beer poorly and I just, I'm so angry. <laughs> Every time I pour a beer badly at three sheets, I just want to chuck the glass across the room. Probably not a good idea, but you know, I, I, I get I, that. You, it's your professional beer pour now. Um, and it's like once one every thousand pours. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. I haven't really kept really track and researched it, but it pisses me the hell off when it happens. It's not that big of a deal. It's it a really, big deal. It really isn't. Like, this is so minor in life that you pour bad beer. Get over yourself, you big dummy. That's a big deal. But nonetheless, welcome to Beer with the Boys. I am one of your hosts, J-Dog, alongside award-winning Scooter McGavin. Which will be... I'll get my award finally, one of these Maybe. days. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? jeez. Oh, um, my side is hurting again. That's been bothering me. Um... I poured a beer poorly, and my washing machine makes play songs. Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. You've got so, a, apparently your life is just a train wreck right now. It is. So begs the question here, and we we couldn't we had to wait a little bit to record because it was playing a song, and by a little bit I mean like all of twenty seconds. You were also but, sending emails. Yeah, I was doing doing some work, um, but. Begs the question here. We got one of them newer washing machines here that plays a little jingle when the when the when the laundry's done, when the wash is done. Plays a little bit. What is it, like Mary O Peep or something? Um, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, begs the question: How far off are we from being able to set an actual song as the alarm on a washer and dryer? Like being able to connect my phone and and play, like dirty deeds done dirt cheap when my laundry is done. So this this was the conversation we had to save. I feel like that's good content. I feel like that's good content. I mean, my initial reaction is, I don't care because I hate when things beep. Because then I it freaks me out. I don't know what's beeping. I need to figure out what's beeping. That's what we're taking away the beep. And we're replacing it with a song. 
Why do I why do I need a three why do I need a three minute song to play to let me know my laundry's done? I feel like it would make it more enjoyable. No. Like we have refrigerators that you could go on Facebook on now. You can crush a YouTube video on your refrigerator door. Yeah, that's helpful. What if you're cooking and you need to know your ingredients and it can just appear on the fridge door? That's fine. But we can't put a Bluetooth speaker inside of a washing machine. How often do you want to play music out of your washing machine? Honestly, I would. It, I'd be more prone to finish the laundry if I had something enjoyable to listen to while I was doing it. I just. I. I need like, like Shark Tank me here. Give me your pitch, because right now I'm. I'm out. <laughs> Bring That's me fine. back. It's, I'm out. I, this I ain't the million dollar like. Not this, this is going to change the laundry business. It's going to change it's just someone's a laundry of, business. It's a matter of the world has gotten so involved with just adding useless shit to objects that, you know, we're putting cameras on picture frames and all this kind of crap. Teslas can, these new, the new Teslas apparently are supposed to blue or wirelessly connect to other Teslas within like a hundred meter radius or something. So people in Teslas can talk to each other that way. Like we're just creating these unnecessary things to be added to technology. And I feel like the washing machine and the dryer are getting left behind. And it's arguably, arguably a top five most important appliance in the household. Oh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Is my, and like, I don't. I you, agree. You lost me We're here. We're doing it with everything else. I because what? Well, you don't need to add bells and whistles to a washing machine. There's ones that communicate with each other. You know that, like the the dryer won't start till the washing machine is at a point where the dryer will finish at the same time as the washing machine. See that's, that, that, that that seems that's useless useful. to me. How's that, that useful? You start it, and when they're done, you switch it. It's that easy. You don't need perfect timing on your loads. No, you do have perfect timing because when you're doing multiple loads. Unless. You want to go down there and you want the wash to be done at the same time as the dryer. So you can empty the dryer, put the stuff in the washer, in the dryer, keep that circuit going. Set a timer so you know when the both will be done. Then you just go down. Easy peasy. Yeah, I think what's sitting in the washer or, or it's sitting in the dryer. That's the issue of it. Then it's, it's in the then, washer too long. It's going to start smelling. God damn. Here we go. Here, too long, long, it's going to get wrinkly. This is leading us down the road of the Wally movie. You know, Wally when we're all fat and riding around on a big spaceship. I, that, this I this is just that's a domino. That's, that's like the first domino. Is hey, I don't know. You don't have the, to do simple. I don't know if the washer and dryer being you don't you know first no, domino. It is listen listen Wally world. I listen think, listen. I think anti-vaxxers are more no, prone. No, to we're not going there. Domino. No, you can't be doing that. Listen, because all of a sudden, sudden they're gonna kill half society. No, no, you're not. Can. You're not listening. All of a sudden, we ain't, we don't gotta do uh, simple math. Like, oh, my dryer takes forty five minutes. My washer takes fifty five. I gotta start the washer first and come down ten minutes later and start the dryer. Exactly. Like you that's can't. You tell no. You're that's coming not the down multiple that's, times. That's, that's good for the you. Issue exercise. Hey, exercise. That's what we're saying here. Exercise is good. What you're different. Simple math. Because you're washing and dryer. It's just a door off of your damn kitchen. Yeah, okay? well, you can get up and you can you can see where the washer and dryer is from pretty much anywhere on the first level. And you can get up house. and walk down your stairs. 
I gotta walk down the stairs. Gotta, gotta get my feet down. all covered in, in the litter. Oh my god! Get some the slippers. The cat's gonna run up and down because he's a freaking Neanderthal. Oh, boo! Like you, you just this doesn't help in your cause. I think, but the only cool thing about the timing thing on the the dryer would be is like, hey, I take my morning shower. It would be dope to have some freshly warm towels when I get out of the shower. Oh but see, that gosh. doesn't work for you because then you no, have to go all the way down the stairs and you get cat litter. And then your cat's going crazy. So it doesn't work for you. But that's still an aspect, a benefit of that type of add-on. That's the only cool that part. That's the only cool thing. That add-on makes sense. Mm. That's, the, that's the initial argument here is that add-on of having a timer that connects the two makes sense. It can make the job easier for having a refrigerator that you can scroll your Facebook on is not, it's just an add. It wasn't necessary. If it was just a folder of recipes and cooking videos, sure. I get that. Facebook. Okay. I don't, I don't need to be go grabbing the eggs and find out that my, Whoever, one of the kids I went to high school with, is all against the FDA right now. I don't need to see that while I'm grabbing the eggs. Okay, when I'm eating, when I'm cooking, I want to be away from social media. And they're just bringing it back. It doesn't just pop up on your fridge and be like, "Yeah, you got to go on Facebook now." Yeah, but all of a sudden, just having it is a waste of battery. It's a waste of energy. Act like you can't turn these things off. Like, this is the exact... You're arguing your point for the fact that you need this fancy thing on your washer and dryer. Because it's a waste of battery. I wasn't arguing to say. It's just... See, this, is, this is where you ain't listening. You're a juicy contradiction here, my friend. You're this, Starbucks. This, this is you're where you ain't Starbucks. listening. The question was not, oh, hey, okay, I'm really fighting for washing and dryers to have, an, to have a speaker where I can play music or they can connect that. Honestly, how far off are we from that actually happening? That's all I heard. Why were the washers and dryers, why are they getting left behind? Why are they the appliance that get left behind? Because you don't, else you, you don't stand in front of your washer that much. You don't stay, you stay in front of your fridge more. You stand, you're like you, you, you're at your washer for a total of like five minutes when you're doing a couple loads of laundry, right? So I don't think they need the extra bells and whistles. That's that's one two songs right there. That's one extra but whistle. Who who in the right mind is thinking? Oh, I'm going to buy this specific washer because it has Bluetooth. I don't think that's what the 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 washer people are thinking. You haven't you haven't met a lot of people in your life then. Because <laughs> I could name at least probably twenty people that'd be like, yeah, I'd get that. And I, they they come they let me walk me into the laundry room just to show me that it plays and like check this shit out. Okay, okay, so there are those people. You're not wrong. People, there's a lot of people like that. I just, I just personally don't find a speaker and a washer useful. Yeah, that's but, not going to necessarily be the selling point for me. I mean, if you could be like, hey, Siri, how much laundry detergent do I put in this load? That'd be cool. I guess that'd be neat if you put like a s- smart speaker well, in there. Don't count on it because people are leaving the washer and dryer behind. Or like, hey... Hey, Google, put a timer to tell my phone when this is done. So that way you don't have to listen. Do, 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 all the beeps. You're good don't to go. Don't count on it. Don't count on it. I mean, that's fair. I, I don't see it happening because, I don't know. It just doesn't seem relevant. We have a gym. We have a wall gym where it has cords and 
wires and all that kind of crap where it will adjust weights based on computers. Oh, the smart mirror guy. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. have that. But we can't do it something as simple. It's different, though. You're working out. I don't know. More people do laundry than they do work out. That, that is, well, I mean, I don't know if that's totally true either. Probably, I'd say that's it's true. even. 99.9% of the world do laundry. No. I'd argue that point. What do you mean? I mean, I, I help fold laundry. You know how many damn people are in the world and what it takes to be 99.9 billion out of the number of people in the world? I, I'm just saying I don't think everyone in every household does their laundry. You're saying 99.9%. So we took a hundred people. Fine, fine. We want to, okay, we'll take away the people side. 99.9% of households yeah. do laundry. There. there. That's good. Not 99.9 of households have anybody in that household working out. Yeah, that's fair. Say so it's closer to maybe maybe 70%, and I'm, that's being... Statistics. Yes. I would say 70% of households have somebody in that household that works out on a regular basis, and that's being, being real real nice about it. Yeah. No, see, that makes more sense. See? Yeah. The be- better way to say it than 99.9%. Because, I mean, 99% print... People aren't doing... It. Elon Musk doesn't do his laundry. Like, come on. Jeffrey Bezos does. <laughs> probably. He's a weirdo. Probably folds his tidy whities <laughs> perfectly every time. space just to get the gravity dry. Gravity dry cleaning. Hey, knock it off. All right, so hey. let's start this episode now that you got that off your chest. Thank you. I don't even know if you started the timer. I did not. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your first question to start the timer. What are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking three sheeps. <clears throat> no way. Infernal Racket. I've had it before. It's their Imperial Milk Stout with espresso and vanilla. As you can tell, I do have the espresso in me. Yeah. And uh, you um, got a amped up level today. Yeah. It has lactose fermented with Vic East. 8%. I think it's the last one I had in my fridge. I believe they come out with it every year. So good one. Good beer. That's good. I'm drinking a Mango Hero out of Revolution Brewing Company in Chicago. Probably one of my favorite breweries all around. Um, mainly because their logo and all their can art is just super badass. Like I've never seen a can art can art from them that I didn't like. And all the beers are just phenomenal. Like usually, like you got to tread lightly when you do citrusy IPAs. Because uh, it can be either way too citrusy or not citrusy enough, and it's just like a normal IPA. And it's just this, faint. It's just watered down citrus. This one's just good. It's got a hint of mango. It's hoppy. It's delicious. And the can art is beautiful. And yeah, probably one of my favorite breweries out of, out of all of them. There you go. There you go. What is this? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's... Say one for me. I don't know if I, I'll um, try. Damn good. So. Well done. Well, good. We're drinking. We're both drinking beer. Yeah. That's why we call it beer with the boys. It's a beer kind of night. I got people coming over tomorrow. What kind of I don't people? Like it. People that Hannah works with. Like her work people are just coming over to eat pizza. It's like, what the hell are we doing? See, I, I I don't blame you for not liking that. It 
I like certain people in my house. I don't, like, I, I'm welcome to having people over. But when it's people I don't know, it just puts me in a weird spot. At you least know? I'm not going to be there. Oh, you're not going to be there. Oh, you're fine then. Because yeah. then if you were there, it's more awkward. Because what do you do in your own house when other people are there? I just sit there. You sit there, right? And you drink and you get too drunk and then you're in trouble for drinking too much. And I'm the weird guy. (laughs) You're the the drunk guy at your own house party that you didn't plan, that you weren't sure if you wanted to be there. I get it. You're not there, so I I don't see a problem with it. And everybody and you never know people's vibe, you know? Yeah, like do they want the music aloud? Do they want to be chit chatting? Do they want to be playing Yahtzee? What do you want? Are you be talking about work? Because I don't know a lot about your work. I don't know these people. But you're not going to be there. You're good. You're in the clear. And and you never know people's stance on things. And that's oh, the that, weird... That, oh, new okay. plan. If you have a house party with... If your sig of or life partner or partner or roommate is having a party with people you don't know, just be that guy that brings up every controversial topic possible. Either the life of the party or you're that dickhead. Your call. Your choice. Dealer's choice. Like I've ran into a lot of people now that and i'm meeting them for the first time and they'll say something you know that's covid related mask related i mean we're talking about that hot topics into in today's society the vaccine this wasn't and they'll say enough. something they'll say something and i don't know if it's a joke or not i don't know how to respond do you do the awkward laugh like <laughs> i just go yeah, yep 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 yeah, and yeah. uh drink a little bit and yeah. go on eat my sandwich or whatever and it's, I don't, like, were they serious? Are they joking? Um, I don't know. What? I don't like it. Yeah, it's not a fun time to be in that position. Like, the awkward laugh only goes so far. Because then they, they're, there's there's the people that, they hear the awkward laugh, they're like, okay, this this is touchy. I don't I don't want to dig deeper. But then, there's the, but then there's the people that embrace the awkward laugh and continue to stare at you and wait for a response. And that's so that's when you dig yourself in a hole because you could open a whole can of worms you weren't ready to open. So okay. my my advice for that situation is just continue continue to awkward laugh until they walk away. Just be that. Just <laughs> take a sip. <laughs> sip do, again. A, do a do a do a Peter Griffin laugh until they just <laughs> until they leave. And it's their move. Balls back in their court, not in yours. That's you know, true. you just punch it right back into their side. You got to deal with it. That's fair. That's fair. Or you just say you got to pee and hope they're not staying there when you come back. Well, yeah. Because there are those people that want to get in debate that'll wait till you get back from the bathroom to bring it back up. And they're like, they'll meet you out the door and start yeah. walking with you. <laughs> so, so you. Remember what I said about that one thing? Yeah. I don't know what you want. And I don't know if I give off the impression like I care. Because I... I do. Obviously, we've talked, and I have strong stances on on, on on some things. But at the end of the day, I don't really give a shit. It's the what? beard, man. People think people with beards are wise and trustworthy, and they can talk to you about anything. <laughs> I swear. It's true. Stand in public with a beard, people will talk to you. Doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what it is. Like if you're in the Home Depot, they're gonna ask you first before they ask someone that works there, just because you have a beard, and they think you know. That is true. I did have a, a lady ask me what sort of grass seed she should get the other day. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling it's the beard. Because people just find comfort in beards. I don't know why. It's a psychological study. They have done research on this. 
and people with beards are found to be more trustworthy. I don't know if that's like a fact or if it's just a now, correlation. Let, let's, yes, let's just it's a correlation. say the fact that we are not saying that men with beards no. or women with beards no. We're not are saying that. more trustworthy. Science <laughs> people. I think it's more probably more of a psychological side of things, but people find people, people are with feeling beards. They like feel such. more. Yeah, they feel more trustworthy, or feel more safe with people with beards. I mean, let's look back with the people with beards. I mean, it's one of those one of those positive uh, stereotypes. Here we go. People. Here we go. Historical people with beards let's see if there's like a correlation it's, with people who used to a, have beards john adams i don't know he seemed like a good guy right was he an all right guy maybe not he was the second president that. so it depends who you ask um, if he was a good guy or not <laughs> i don't know any of these i think he was fine for his time yeah i think if you you put him in today's society with his beliefs on say slavery well he wouldn't be yeah. a, a good guy I mean, okay. Well, let's look. Let's take a look. Um, Abe Lincoln had a beard, but uh, same concept. Shakespeare had a beard, I guess. Shakespeare, he's well, a weird guy too. He um, was weird. Charles uh, Darwin had a beard. Darwinism. Tweet. Claude Debussy. I don't know who that is. Sigmund Fidel Freud. Castro. I, I, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sigmund Freud. <laughs> I guess he's Freud wanted to nail his mom yeah. or something. Um, a lot of kings. A lot of, uh, old of kings. kings and royalty had beards. Um, I think it's more. I think it's more. Throughout history, you were kind of forced to trust the man with the beard. See, that's what I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get to the bottom of why DNA. Ernest, to start believing that men with beards are more trustworthy. I mean, you see, like you look at old pictures. I guess a lot of these people had beards. Well, they didn't have razors back then. They didn't invent the razor until like 1993. Right, these are people with facial hair. Oh, Blackbeard the pirate. Like, he wasn't very trustworthy. He was a pirate. Like you know what they did back in the day. Yeah, but he was the captain of his pirate ship. Right, Frederick Douglass. That's a good beard. He was I great, mean, okay, great beard. That, that's that's got to be beard. one. I don't know who Otto the Great is. Grizzly Adams. James Grizzly Adams. He did have a beard. He did. He did have a beard. I don't know. So that, Sasquatch? Yeah. Um, Would you trust Sasquatch? If you ran into Sasquatch in the wilderness mm-hmm. or on Main Street, doesn't Chuck matter. Norris. Chuck Norris. If you ran beard. into Chuck Sasquatch. Chuck Sasquatch. And you realized <laughs> that, hey, this man, this guy, this being speaks English. Would you trust him? Yeah, if he spoke English, I think we'd be cool. I'm not asking, would you be cool? I'd trust would him. Trust I mean, Sasquatch. I think the question is more, would he trust me? Because he's comfortable in his own life. If I saw Sasquatch, I'd be geeked well, out. If you saw him walking one. down Main Street, he can't be too comfortable with his life. That he's I don't think, but you're not going to see him walking down Main Street. Who's to say? Who's, I don't know. I I would trust a Sasquatch. Eventually, there's going to be a Main Street everywhere. Wilderness is going away. I would, I would trust Sasquatch. Strictly because he's really good at hiding and not being seen. So I think I, I'd trust him. I'm just worried if he'd trust me. Oh, new theory on the, the beard thing is 
let's take like I think it's movies. Like people in movies, always the, the the wise old person, old Dumbledore, Dumbledore, Gandalf, Hagrid, Hagrid, like that's it, that's it. Yeah. Jack Sparrow, Tom Han- or uh, Forrest Gump in that one towards the running. end. Um, the dude from Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski, Patches O'Houlihan. <laughs> Yes, maybe that's it. We'll go with that. But yeah, back to the the um, Sam Squatch thing. I think I'd trust him, and we'd hopefully have a mutual respect. Well, that begs the question cool. here. Now, hey. like, what, what is he trying to get me to do? Like, if I walk up to Sam Squatch in the wild, is he like, hey, Anything. dude, eat this, eat this food that I made for you. Am I going to eat it? I'd probably eat it. Yeah, probably um, makes pretty good food. So, impromptu six-pack... Let's create impromptu here. Okay. The top three for each of us, the top three, we're going to do two of them. The top three mythological or fictional beings that we would we trust most outside of Sasquatch. Jesus Christ. Jingo. <laughs> the hell's mad with you? You had a lamp fall. If you could have seen that. If this was a live show, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> What the fuck, man? Excuse me for my language. Okay, so the top six, these can be mythological, like Sasquatch and his friends, or Sasquatch fictional beings. Like and movie, movie the ones that you would trust the most if you ran into them and they spoke English, and the top six of them, and not to say that you need to speak English to be trustworthy, it's just because that's the language we speak. Yeah. Okay? Good and the top cover. six, three for each of us, who we would not trust if we ran into. All right, so let's do the trustworthy first because trustworthy first, untrustworthy would be more fun. It can be anyone, okay? Any, 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 it has to be someone that has not been proven to be real. Do they have a beard? Your call. Oh. Doesn't matter. Well, I mean, um, shit. This this could be a controversial topic here because. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> I mean, because all of a sudden you're talking about Jesus and God. Are they real or not? And that's a whole other thing. But based on, based here, we'll, we'll, lay, we'll lay one more ground rule just so anyone listening not does not get triggered. Nope, not that. Based on our person, well, that. Not religious affiliated. Uh, that's I, Fictional people? Like, so it can be a movie person or like someone we don't believe is it can real? Be, yeah, it can be somebody from movies. As long as it's not based on a true story, somebody from TV shows okay. and mythological beings. We could probably do this with each individual section, but we're going to do... How about we got to pick one from each? We each have to pick one from each. A movie, a TV show, and what else? And a mythological being. That could have been true. We don't know yet. Okay. You start. You lay the groundwork. Because okay. I'm still gathering my... Wrapping my brain around this concept here. Okay. So, for me, for TV shows, the number one person that I would trust if I ran into them is Ron Swanson. I would just trust him. That's a good one. Now, he's got a beard. He's not going to bullshit you. He's, he's in shit. He doesn't have state. time to lie. No. This guy. No, he doesn't. So, Ron Swanson is my TV show most trustworthy being. That's a good one. Ron Swanson, solid, solid choice. Can't go wrong with that one. 
you can't tell, I'm stalling trying to figure out who I would choose. Um, this is impromptu. Impromptu, yeah. Well, I'm just looking up TV characters so I can have a have a have a, a thought process here. Um, mine would be Jessica Day from New Girl. Okay. I don't. She just yeah would take care of it. You know, I'd trust her right away. Okay. You walk into her, you know things are going to be goofy, but at least things are going to go well. Hopefully. That's fair. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. That's, that is a good a choice. Off the wall. I like it. That's a good choice. She does not lie often. No. Um, my movie one. Oh, my movie one. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna stay away from the obvious, the Gandalfs, the Dumbledores, the Hagrids. Um, and go a little bit deeper mm-hmm. into the mix. For movies, I would pick. I'm gonna pick. My head's there. I can't think of the name. You can do it. Impromptu. What's the movie? I can help. I'll get the assist here. I can't. I can't think of his name. What's the movie? It's the turtle from Finding Nemo. Oh, what the fuck is his name? I know. I think Squirt, Squirt is the kid. Yeah. Um, turtle. But the sea turtle from Finding Nemo. That dude ain't gonna lie to you. Okay, he's gonna give it to you straight. Crush. Crush. Oh, yes. Crush. Crush. Crush yes. the sea turtle from Finding Nemo. Dude ain't gonna lie to you. He's gonna give it to you how it is. Tell you not to worry about it. It's gonna be just fine. Just go oh, with the flow, bro. Fun fact, um, Disney movie conspiracy or not I guess it'd probably be more fan fan uh, fan stories, fan fan fiction, is that what it's called? Sure. Um, Crush, have you seen Moana? Yes. Crush is the sea turtle in the initial scene of Moana. Oh, yeah. They're all connected. So, yeah. If you didn't know that, there's a little mind bomb for you. Boom. Because apparently at Disney World, one of the Disney Worlds, there's like a, a, fi- a Nemo, Finding Nemo type um, exhibit where you can ask Crush questions. And if you ask him if he's the turtle from Moana, he says, yeah. So, See, can't make lie that up. Yeah, he's not going to lie to you. He's going to tell that's, you the you truth. See, that's a trustworthy um, ass turtle right there. Yeah, so you kind of you kind of stole my thunder here because I was going to go with Rafiki. Rafiki's a great one. But since you kind of did animated, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it around. Rafiki's <clears> a good honorable mention. Yeah, Rafiki, because just because you chose that one, I'm gonna switch it up. Um. And I'm I'm gonna say probably one person I would trust a lot. I, I mentioned him before in the beards. I'm gonna say Forrest Gump. Oh. Tell me you wouldn't trust Forrest Gump. I don't. That man's gonna tell you his whole knows. life story, but he's gonna trust he you. Knows how to lie. Yeah, I mean he's gonna tell you his whole life story, and that's just gonna make you trust him more. Yeah. Uh, his his mama taught him not to lie. Yeah, and he he sticks to that. Another fun honorable mention would have been Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher, he ain't gonna lie. He's well, not gonna he lie. lied. He lied to mama. He did a lot of mama, but that we, was, we saw him lie a couple times. That was for a good cause. He didn't lie just to lie. He you lied know for, what I'm saying? And for football. Yeah, for football. Okay, mythological beings. <laughs> My initial thought 
my initial thought, and I've went back on it, was Santa Claus. It's <laughs> a good one. It's not Santa Claus. No. Um, Santa Claus got some sketchy songs out of bottom. There's some some yeah, slander songs. Uh, we yeah, don't know. Santa Claus is Santa. kissing mama. He's scandalous. Scandalous. Um, but who I would trust as far as mythological or fantasy beings would be Yeah, Santa Claus, he had a he had a room with me. That son of a bitch. I think it would be I think it'd be Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, though. <laughs> I feel like such, that I feel like that guy wouldn't lie. This is such an odd group. We don't know it. <laughs> such just an, an odd group. Obscure thing. Ron Swanson, Crush, and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Um Yeah. I think I'm just going to round mine out with uh, Pegasus, the horse with wings from Hercules. There you go. It's, it's, it's a horse that always that always has your back, without a doubt. There you go. People are going to say, well, there's a movie about Rudolph, and Pegasus is in a movie. They're also mythological things. Yeah. Um, okay? So we, that was a stretch. That was tough. Mythological. It's such a hard thing to do because we're trying to stay away from certain subject matters, so... Yeah. Give cut, cut us some slack here, all right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Now, now trust ones me. that you won't, you wouldn't trust, but to make it a little bit more difficult, it cannot be the villains of their given story because that's too easy. I can't say Jafar. Like, yeah, of course you're not going to trust that son of a bitch. Okay. So it so has to be somebody that was not necessarily seen as the hero in their story. Then we're taking or as as the villain in their story. We're taking Loki off the table. Too easy. That is too easy. That's fair. Too easy. Way so too easy. TV characters first. TV characters, go ahead. Oh man, um, that's tough. Um, one TV, oh, but that's kind of seen as the villain. Man, uh, oh, one TV character I would not trust, without a doubt in my mind. Would be Squidward Tentacles. I would trust him the most out of Spongebob. I would not trust that guy. Oh, man. He's a guy out for himself, and only himself. You're telling me you trust Squidward more than Spongebob? I feel like if you had a neighbor, if you lived in between Spongebob and Patrick, you had no choice, man. No. No, I'm not trusting that guy. Okay. All right. He's going to invite me to his clarinet recital and make me sit in the back. Agree to disagree. SpongeBob or Squidward Tentacles, the number one, number one pick there. Um, my TV show, since you want animation, I'll go real life, real world TV, and I will say, uh, Creed Bratton. <laughs> that's that's a great one. I wouldn't. I'd want to have a beer with the guy. No denying that. That's a great one right there. But I, I ain't gonna trust him when he tells me that we're going. We're just gonna go to some party. Okay? Yeah. Because there's gonna be stuff there I ain't never seen before. So Creed Bratton from The Office. His character, not his real, real person. <laughs> yeah. No. That that's that's a good one. That that's a really good one. Um. 
man, a movie now, that's tough. Cause like in movies, there's always, there's definitely a, a hero and uh, like a villain, you know? You um, one of the, or someone else. So it's, or it can certainly be a hero that you just wouldn't have trusted. They just rubbed you the wrong way. Oh, what's his name? Um, shit. The crazy, stupid love. Not. Damn, but he turned out to be a good guy. Never mind. That's not a good one. Jacob Palmer. That's <laughs> his name. Yeah, but not him. Um, man, this one. I just I'm trying to think of like the perfect. Like, I mean, I want to say. Um, Captain Jack Sparrow, but I mean that's too easy. Like he's a pirate, you shouldn't trust easy. him. It's too easy. Um Man, someone I wouldn't trust from a movie. Fudge. Why why can't I think of anything good right now? If you got one, you can go, because my brain's nope. still percolating here. You got it. You got it. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. You can tell this is, uh, this this is off the cuff here, off, impromptu, unprepared, not ready for it, but here we go. Um, what the? I'm, I don't, I'm gonna take this one from you because I don't know if this was your answer, but um, one Tyler Durden from Fight Club was not my answer. I thought about it, I wouldn't know if I would trust him or not. I would want to trust him too much. I, I. Because it, it's, if you haven't seen Fight Club, it's hard to tell if Tyler Durden's a real person. But we know he's not really a real person. But is he a real person? Watch Fight Club. And how do we trust someone that... Okay, I'm watching to... Fight Club tonight. It's, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think that's, I, not... I, I think that's the one for me. I don't know. It's, yep. it's the one that that's comes to one. brain. It's a good one because you don't know how to feel about it. All right, so I'm going to switch over to animation again um, and say... You don't have to do animation. Nope. I still want to do two animations, you know? We got to. We got to. Got to keep switching it up. I would say... I got a good honorable mention, but it's the same movie you chose before. Fine. <laughs> I was going to say Dory. She's not trustworthy. She can't remember She's shit. Um, well, what, what track was that? I would say I ain't gonna trust. Yeah, I ain't gonna. Nah, it's too easy. That's too easy. The uh, the wolf from Shrek. I ain't gonna trust him. <laughs> the big bad wolf. The big bad wolf from Shrek. You know, yeah. You know what? That's not a bad answer. I I don't hate it. I just feel like he didn't because he he's technically. I mean, he plays, he's a supporting actor in the, right. in the movie. He didn't give a shot to, tr- to prove if he was trustworthy or not. Yeah. He was seen as a hero, per se, in the Trek films because he was a fairy tale being. But do you trust this motherfucker? I don't trust him. You could, could, you could, you could say Lord Farquaad, say Prince Charming, the fairy godmother. They're all villains, oh, though. You can't say that, though. Exactly. They're villains. And I wanted to say Pinocchio, but you know if you're trusting him or not. Yeah, you can tell right away. So I'm I'm going with the wolf. I'm going with the it's big a bad thong, wolf. It's a thong. <laughs> God damn. Great. So that's what that's I got. Solid answer. And now mythical 
mythical or fairy tale beings. The one that comes to mind, it's a cop-out. And that's why it works in the movie one, but not in this section. It's because he was the villain in the fairy tale section. This but, one, just it, it's a cop-out. I'm going to mention it for honorable mention, but aliens, I 100% don't know if I trust them. I don't know if they're mythological or whatever, the, if, it, if it fits that category. Um, but I'm going to say minotaurs. Strictly because they're half human, half uh, bull. bull. I don't like that. That's I, fair. What part of their brain? Like, if it's bull in their brain, I don't trust it. If it's human, I don't know if I trust that either. They're half bull. Yep. Minotaurs scare me. I don't know if I could trust that. I don't know if I could do it. They are, uh... Yeah, I wouldn't want to run into one. Yeah, if I saw one of them walking down the street, I'm definitely not going up to him and talking to him or her. You know, that's it's logical creatures. So I already said Santa Claus. I would say legendary creatures. I ain't necessarily going to trust. And I'm gonna stay away from the obvious. You know, leprechauns you're not supposed to trust. Garden gnomes you're not supposed to trust. Mermaids you're not supposed to trust. I'm going to stay away from those ones. Apparently, there's... In, in, ooh, this is kind of cool. Aquatic and marine mammals. Encantado is a shape-shifting trickster dolphin. Yeah, well, we don't trust that. And there's the Kushtaka, a shape-shifting land otter man. What? <laughs> All right. And Selkie are shape-shifting seal people. So, <laughs> any of those, any shape-shifting mythological creatures? If you cross them off, get out of here. <laughs> um, I would say hobgoblin. The El Chupacabra. Chupacabra's a good one. I'm just like, okay, got it. I got this just because I saw it. And I immediately would not trust this. Did not read through it. First time ever seeing it. Krampus. First time. Well, Krampus, you're not supposed to trust. This, it's Greek, Roman, Manipuri, Hindu, and Persian. And I saw the name and I thought, you know what? Would never trust. And I'm trying to read up a little bit more. Doesn't seem like it's necessarily their trait to not be trustworthy. Bird people. That's oh, it. Man. Birdman. Birdman bird was man. did did do a uh, little Wayne dirty. So no, bird I don't people. like it. I don't like birds. I big bird guy other than a bald eagle. Um, birds aren't real, man. They're they're government spies. government drones that charge on planes. <laughs> uh. So apparently they're skilled in in Hinduism. They're skilled musicians. Who can appear as part man and part bird so it's like jesus christ seeing lead vocals for skinnered with angel wings and i'm in the front row hammer drunk and <laughs> i was like i know this where's it going with this one I know. yeah I, I heard bird i saw bird people and i decided nope that's not for me yeah avian humanoids would you trust my last question about this topic would you trust pokemon 
Like if you scrolled up on a like a, a Charmander just chilling. I think I would trust a Charmander. But how many Pokeballs do you throw at it before you trust it? I think rate. Let's let's rate those original three. From trustworthy. I so trust Squirtle the most. Squirt, you trust Squirtle the most? Hell yeah. That was, that's all, the that, least. Was my, that was my go-to, man. Squirtle's the most I, trustworthy. I'm not saying he's not the go-to, but he's definitely the least trustworthy. Who the hell are you going to trust more than Dude Squirtle? used to walk around in shades just, you know, destroying yeah. an entire city. I, I trust yeah, that dude. Guy. He has him, a plan. Him and the he, other Squirtles just always getting into mischief. He's, he's comfortable in, with who they are. They They get life. They know what they're doing. Whatever. He was a criminal. Is yeah, what it's he was. fine. Sometimes criminals are trustworthy, okay? Squirtle. Squirtle. Well, Bulbasaur, that guy's creeped me out. Bulbasaur's in the middle. Like you touch him, Charmander you're dying. Charmander's number one. No. That's how I would It's Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur. Unbelievable. Count it up. That's what it is. And with that, enjoy this ad from Anchor. And we'll be back. I think with some sports talk, because we got to start this uh, 32 team NFL draft. 32 draft! And it's going down, 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 down. Enjoy this ad by Anchor, read by yours truly, J Dot. <clears throat> and we're back. I, I didn't know if you were, You cleared your throat. I didn't know if you were clearing I cleared your throat. my throat. All right, ladies and gentlemen. To let us know that we were back, you just cleared your throat. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're joining us for the very first time, or if you're joining us and you haven't been with us through a football season yet, you will know that you'll come to find out that we are football guys. We talk a good amount of football during the football season. We have a football special episode each week and we make a little bet with each other. It's called the tattoo bet. Which okay. I still need to we get the tattoo. I still yes. need my party. And pandemic. Yeah, no, and we're we're working. We haven't decided what this one's gonna be. I don't know if we want to decide now. We want to let it percolate. We don't decide now. We let it come in in natural. No, we're gonna decide now. I'm gonna come up with the idea. I'm ready to go. Okay, if you come up, it has to be natural. We don't force the idea. So the natural. first season was two seasons ago. Um, we each picked, I believe, eight teams, nine teams. Can we just take a second? And acknowledge the fact that this is our third year doing this. It's our third year doing this. Third football season doing this. So we Insane. each picked 10 teams. The last two seasons, we each picked 10 teams. Basically, you pick 10 teams. Um, we forgot points for division champs. Hmm. Two points. I got to put that in there. Two points. I got to put that in there. Yeah. Two points. Now nah, we're going to do three points because a playoff berth is two points. Ah, uh, Okay. But they don't get the division champ does not get the playoff birthday points. Okay. They only get the three points, so they get yeah. an extra point for being. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we'll just do one for division champ. Okay. Because then it adds to that playoff berth. Yeah. Okay. Nonetheless, we each picked ten teams. Yeah. We picked a team from every single division in football. We try to pick the division champ of each division plus two wild cards, and those wild cards have always been to this point two teams that had not made we would each pick two teams that did not make the playoffs the year before it had to be one afc one nfc team that's what we've done that first year i won um had the most playoff teams after the playoffs started and i just it worked out that yeah, whatever 
It worked out that way. That bet was a tattoo chosen by the winner would have to go on the loser. And we ran into a pandemic. We could never get that tattoo done. But it will it'll be, done. be done. It'll be live streamed at the end or something. Yes. I don't know. We're cool like that. Season two, we did the exact same thing, the exact same scoring system, the exact same number of teams, the exact same process. Uh, Scooter won. Um, it, 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 that one did come down to the Super Bowl, so it, it was a close one. Um, I had you. You had picked Tampa Bay. I had picked the Chiefs. The winner of that would have won. Obviously, history has told herself Tom Brady won. That winner got a party thrown in their name by the other person. That, that get that prize was chosen by Sam. Maybe we just ask Sammy the Shark on what he thinks. Maybe. This he's the prize guy. Yeah, he's the prize guy. So, nonetheless, both are going to be done. We ran into a pandemic. If anybody was living under a rock. Um, good job. I'm sure you didn't get COVID if you were yeah. living under rock. This year, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to go hard. So we're still going to have the winning points. And the way that the point system is made up for is you get one point for every t- win a team has. You get one point, as we just discussed, if they're a division champ. You get two points for a playoff first. So every team that makes the playoffs gets two points. If they were a division champ, obviously they're making the playoff. They're getting one more point on top of that. Uh, for every playoff win, they get three points. For every Super Bowl berth, they get four points. And if they, your team wins the Super Bowl, they get five points. We're yeah. going to keep that. Lots of points. But what we're going to do this year is we are going to pick every single team in the league. We are each going to have 16 teams. Each of us must have one a team, at least one team from every single division, and it must be the division champs. Still, we each are trying to pick the division champs. Correct for each division. They'll probably be the first two weeks. Yes, it's picking because division we'll champs. Narrow those down. So probably we'll see. So we're each going to pick the division champs. So we'll each start with those eight teams. Now we're each going to have seven wild cards. Those wild cards have no. Like in the past, it was just they had to be a non-playoff team. Doesn't matter this year. Doesn't matter. They're just another team from a division. Whoever you think are the next seven best teams. But we're going to throw this curveball in it this year, and we're each going to pick one loser. Mm -hmm. And the losers that we pick can also score points. They don't score points on the winning side. They are out of the running for any points on the winning side of things that I just discussed, but they can get points for losing. They get one point for every loss. So say you picked uh, my squad, the Jacksonville Jaguars, you got 15 points. Yep. Just because they they lost 15 games. Yep. Yeah. So you, you get a point for every loss. You get zero points for every win. Points do not get taken away. You just do not get points. We're not worried about that yet. Yeah. Maybe next year. So you get a point for every loss. Gets more confusing every year. But that's the and then we worry about the best, the worst records in the NFL. And we're just going to base these on the overall picks, disregarding any trades. So if trades happen before or during, doesn't matter. It's if that team's record would have given them the number one overall pick, you get another five points. Number two overall pick, four, three, three, four, two, five, one. That's it. But only the losing team can get those points. Any of your winning teams, any of those first 15 cannot get those points, only that one losing team. So if your loser ends up winning a lot, well, that sucks. So that's what we're going to do. 
I'm sure we'll talk about this a bit more, but we each <laughs> get 16 teams this year. That's how it rolls. We go back and forth. We go snake draft style. So whoever gets the first gets a pick one. The next person gets to pick two, and then it's two back. Or it's just actually no, it's just two of us. We go back and forth. Yeah. So, so uh, and and if you're not following along, this is pretty much the beer with the boys power ranking preseason. Yeah. Power rankings. So uh, we we've been pretty good. We've uh, definitely chosen Super Bowl teams each time. Yep. So if yep. you don't if you don't trust our process, trust our process. Because yep. we're That's we're correct. good. Um, I think this year we got to add a little flair to it. Explain why you picked each team. Just give a little explanation. Let the fans okay. know why you chose. Yep. We're we're, we're football analysts now. Um, it happens, you know. We're we're self proclaimed football analysts. Uh, and yeah, we're here to do this thing. So yep. I'm I'm returning and champ. I don't know how we decide decide who picks first. I mean, I think you picked first last year. I picked first the. Or I picked first last year. You picked first Nate, the year let's before. Just flip a coin. Do you have a coin? I, you have a coin I around it. Um, I've, I've got a, a, a Xbox game. Does that work? Uh, I mean, if you want to throw here, it. coin flip. Coin so you find a coin. Flip. I will say one more thing here. Coin flip generator. Here, I have a floppy ears coaster. Oh, I got a coin flip. Okay. Oh, you hear that? I. Oh, oh, oh. All right. We're good. You call it. You're the loser. But go okay. ahead and say your thing. Before say your piece. Before we call it. Before I call it, I'll make one more note, is that it does not matter the order of which you pick your teams. Yeah, we can pick the loser at any time. Yes, your number one overall pick could be your loser. You can go your number one and two could be two teams from the AFC East. It doesn't matter, okay? As long as at the end of the picks, we each have one team from every single division, and we have one loser. Those other seven teams, three of them, you could have, we could each own a division. Doesn't matter. I don't know. If if you don't have one team from each division, you have to drink a bottle of uh, Jaeger. So that, just to put the pressure on, make sure you cover yeah. all your bases. Make sure you're covering your bases. That. Okay. But all right, call it in the air. I'm picking tails. All right, it's heads. I'll share my screen to, to prove it if you want. I trust you. Go ahead. Trust me, it's heads. All right, with the first... Your number one overall pick. The first overall pick of the 2021-2022 Beer with the Boys tattoo bet, I am taking the one, the only, Patty Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. So Kansas City Chiefs as your loser. I like it. Wait, no, hold on. <laughs> Didn't declare that. All right. Kansas City goes off number one. Well done. Um, I also had that as my top AFC team. Any any uh any reasoning? Um, because Patty Mahomes and I think they've improved the offensive line a bit enough to uh, at least block some players in the Super Bowl when they make it. And I think it's going to – it's just a well-coached team. Not much has changed there. They lost a few key players on the defensive side. But when you look at that offense, it's it's explosive, and I think they're going to do it. And honestly, I, I don't think you have the heart to choose a team led by Tom Brady. So 
Oh, and that's where you're wrong. There's my reasoning. So, and that's, that's where if, you're wrong. But I'm shocked. I'm shook. I'm shook if you because pick because I have come to terms in my life that he is going to win. He's going to do things. Tom Brady's going to do things. And if he was still on the Patriots, it'd be one story because I hate the team as well. Shut up. He's going to do things. He's going to win games. Oh, man. But at the end of the line, I might as well be happy. I might as well get something out of it other than just anger all the time. So they brought back their entire freaking team. They did. They have a great coach. They do. Um, they, they even got a little better, surprisingly how. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm picking Tampa Bay. I'm I'm shocked. That was I'm, not the direction I thought you would go in with. Well, see, that's how I I throw you off here right away. I mean, picking Tampa Bay as a winner. They are my NFC South division champs. I mean, that's bold. Um, because I I honestly think it's it's a it's a fifty fifty shot here on the NFC side of things for the Super Bowl team. With the breaking news of Aaron Rodgers returning to the Green Bay Packers. And reunite, bringing the band back together, in a sense. They brought Randall Cobb back. That receiving core brings back Devin Funches, which makes that offense even better. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have an MVP-style year. I hate to admit it because I'm not the, the biggest Packer fan, but if you can't tell, my, my next pick is, is the Packers. Strictly because hey. this, this is uh, the last dance for the Packers. And I think bringing Rodgers back and bringing players back that he likes to play with is huge and it's going to do a lot for his morale. And hopefully he stays a little pissed off because pissed off Rodgers is the best Rodgers to have on your team, without a he doubt. Is. He is. So you got KC, Green Bay, the winners. I got Tampa Bay. As a winner. All right. Well, I'm going to jump back over on the AFC side of things. Here it is. I, I, I think I know who you're picking. Yeah. And I'm not, again, I'm not happy about it because they're a division yeah, rival. Um, but they have a mafia behind them. They did great. They have one of the best wide receivers in the league. They got a tall quarterback that looks great in shorts. Shout out to part of my take. Um, and honestly, they're another team that didn't really lose anything. Um, so they can only get better. And as a young quarterback, um, I do think that the team itself, I do think that he take, he, he regresses a little bit from last year. Um, but I still think that they are a good team. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I want to be happy if the team that I like does not win this division. So I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills as my, as a winner. Um, that's my second pick. Yeah, I mean, great pick. I I knew it was coming. Um, I was I was torn between the Bills and the Packers, um, because it would either been guaranteed AFC champion on one side and guaranteed NFC champion on the other side. So I wanted to mix it up, get a little uh, sprinkle a little flavor in on on the picks here. Uh, with my third pick, this is this one it gets a little tougher because these are those are definitely. F- Four of the, the Super Bowl contending teams this year that definitely have the chance to 
to really make that push and make that jump to to being and now the rest are, are open. The team. Yeah, it's it gets pretty open from here. Um, <clears throat> I think this is where I'm torn. So I'm thinking AFC North, and I'm torn between two teams. Um, one team, their first playoff berth in how long? And the other can't win a playoff game to save their lives. No. And I think both are going to do just fine in the, the regular season, uh, both coming off 11-win seasons and playoff berths. Um, but I think my heart resides where my fantasy life lives. Um, especially in our keeper league with one Lamar Jackson, so I'm going. I'm going Baltimore Ravens on my my next pick. Just because okay. uh, I, I like the team, they've been on the cusp of breaking through, and I think this could be the year they actually get a few playoff wins and, and make a little run into the playoffs. And it could be. Hopefully, it's the year. I think I pick them every year, just hoping, hoping and praying. All right, mine. This one. This one might be a stretch. For those of you that don't know, this year is the first year, and I actually have money on all of this. I actually went through, I took some time, I took a half a day, and I went through every single NFL game this season, and I picked the winners for every single game. That's something we should do. To track the record, to track the record, I put money on it for all the over and unders who are going to be the division champions, all this kind of stuff. And this is one that I didn't, I, if you asked me before I, w- I made the picks throughout the year that this team was not only going to be the division champ, not only going not only going to be division champ, not, gonna, not only going to have a winning record, not only going to make the playoffs, but actually be the number two seed in the NFC based on the record that I gave them in their win-loss. I think they have a relatively easy schedule, and they very, very extremely underperformed last year. I think this is the year that they bounce back a little bit. My number three pick, San Francisco 49ers. I think they're much better than they played last year, and I think they have an easy schedule to do it this year. So, San Francisco. I'm I'm, I'm shocked. Um I wouldn't have picked them. I wouldn't have picked them. With the teams on the board, I'm I'm shocked. I I really I'm, I'm shocked. Yep. Um, but I mean, you took the NFC West. That, I mean, that's good. You you picked your NFC West winner. There's one, two, two divisions where we haven't picked a team yet. So I mean, that's it's not a bad pick. You locked up a, a solid squad. I think. It's definitely a team on the rebound. Um, no, they can't. I mean, they have to bounce back. They have to. I think they have a good team. He's they have a good quarterback who has a dude breathing, a young guy breathing right down his neck. They have a good coach. They have a great defense. Um, you know, I think it was an off year for them. I think COVID affected them definitely more than any other team in the in the NFL. Not by necessarily uh, people contracting it. But all of a sudden, halfway through the season, three quarters of the way through the season, they had to pick up and leave their hometown and go play elsewhere to finish up the season. So um, in a non-COVID world, knock on wood, hopefully we are. Hopefully we're back to somewhat normal this season. Um, I think they are. Uh, they bounce back and actually become the two seed in the NFC. Man, this it makes my last, one, my last pick for today tough. 
I thought I had a plan, and now you threw it all, all out of whack with that random-ass pick. But I think I'm going to stick with... I'm going to cover my AFC basis here, and... I don't, I don't know, because it pains me to pick an AFC South team this early, because you know my stance, you know me, Jaguars, Duval, all that, but I gotta, I gotta take the Titans here, um, just because they've been, I think they've been a, at least a 10 win, 10 win team two seasons in a row, and you can't really argue about picking Tractor Cedo, especially especially in the late weeks of the year. And I just, I, I think it's it's the right pick for the NFC South to win. I'd love for the Jaguars to win. But we, we know that's, that's going to be a pick, probably the last two picks, because we, we respect each other. But I, I'm, I'm going with the Titans because I need to cover my basis. I need to win. This is a winning pick here, so I'm going with it. All right. I think it's a good pick. It's an all right pick. I have them as a division champ as well. Um, all of my AFC division champs have been selected. So you, you actually um, did your homework on this. Like you've got like a – got a, a... I did. I, I, I wouldn't say that I did my homework for this particular competition. I just so did, did it because I thought it would be fun you've this year. You've got a whole sheet here. Yeah, so um, – I like it. I out of the seven teams that have been picked, they're seven, or they have all been seven of the division champs. Yeah, that so I I'm, I'm AFC loaded right now. You're NFC yeah, loaded. You, you have you have three <laughs> out of the four AFC champions that I had selected. Now the AFC I have is a lot closer than the NFC. I think there's AFC. Teams, yeah, there's one two teams: Kansas City, Buffalo, which I have above the pack and the rest are a game separating them you know one one tough game one injury it's blown up that's the fun once i'm gonna throw a curveball here on day one and i'm not gonna pick the eighth division champ because i think that division is still trash and i think that division is gonna be a horse piece Mm -hmm. again and for those that don't know that's the nfc east yeah. It's the only one that we have not picked. Still think it's trash. Obviously. I still think you can wait. Honestly, other than maybe one team, I think, you know, it's whatever you pick is fine. So I'm going to double up within the NFC West and go with the team that I think, that I thought, that my heart said are actually going to win it. This team... Is bouncing back. They were great a couple years ago. They have a great coach. They have a newly acquired Hall of Fame quarterback. The Los Angeles Rams. I am picking. I technically have them one game behind San Francisco for the NFC West. I think Matt Stafford, he's good. You put him on that team with that system. Oh, baby. I'm going Los Angeles Rams. They're my pick. I I question your strategy on this one because I think that the NFC West is one of the tougher conferences. I think in in the NFL right now, 
agree. I think they're the, I honestly, I would say, but I don't um, hate your decision. Like it's, it's a solid pick. Stafford I, it's safe to energy. say that they are, I think they are the toughest division in football. I agree. Actually, There's... that is the only division because th- this year, um, and it's only because this year we have six or 17 games um, per team. That is the only division where I have every single team with a winning record. Yeah, I think I mean, I, I, I mean, none I, of them sweep I, the, I, sweep I value the your courage. I like it. But I think and there's two very good teams left on the board in that division. And I'm not mad about it. I'm, I appreciate your pick. I thought you are going Seahawks for sure. I think the Rams have the best quarterback in that division. Um, Russell Wilson's good. Until about the last four games of the season. You heard it here first. Matthew Stafford is better than Russell Westbrook. Matt Stafford, Hall of Famer. Russell, whatever. And he, his his career. (laughs) If that dude, Matt Stafford, if that dude wasn't on the freaking Lions, I'm willing to bet he has multiple Super Bowls. Can't argue with that. He's a definitely one of the toughest competitors at that position. In yeah, based on outside to give, give, take away. skill wise, throw that out the window. If you need to make a play, if you need a play to be made, Matthew Stafford is in my top three to pick. I would even put skill in there. Take away quarterbacks that were drafted within the last five years. Take away Mahomes, um, like Deshaun Watson. So you're you're picking Stafford over. Uh, Rodgers? No, no. I would put, if I had to pick quarterbacks that are, I'll say over 30, I think, would probably do sure. this. Maybe over 30. Sure. Aaron Rodgers is the most skilled quarterback. I would put Stafford at two or three. Yeah, that's why I said top three. Like, if I need a guy to make a play. I think he's one of the most, honestly, I would still put him as a top five most talented quarterback in the NFL. In That's no particular tough. order, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Um, Josh Allen, Tom Brady. I would I would put Tom Brady Lamar. in there because he's been, been doing well. I wouldn't put Lamar in the top five most talented quarterbacks. I would put him in the top five athletes. Um but not as a pure quarterback. Because God forbid that dude hurts his knee. I think he's he's that's that. Um, I don't think got thoughts too. Yeah, I don't think Lamar Jackson could succeed as a pure passer. Um, he's a good passer, but I don't think he could succeed if you took away his mobility. If you gave him Tom Brady's mobility, that dude is not. I, I think it's team dependent. Power. If you if you look around, not to get too deep into it, but I think. The Ravens are built around a mobile quarterback. Yes, you throw absolutely. him. You throw him in in. Um, shit, I don't know the, the Tennessee Titans. He's still doing pretty good. I think he's got it. Like the, it's a different but I think system. That Tennessee but, is a good mobile quarterback. Tannehill's relatively mobile. I mean, um, but not running run, run, option plays and that kind of stuff. But but you put him in a pocket passer role. If he's got if he's got the talent around him, they didn't have great receivers this year, but no, I agree. Um, but yeah, Matt Stafford, I think he's great. I think he should be a Hall of Famer. Dude racks up st- he, the, the stats that he was ability was able to rack up in Detroit is ridiculous. It's freaking Detroit, mind you. They were always playing from behind, but 
Um, sorry, Detroit fans. But no, yeah, I think him in Los Angeles is. I don't know. I don't know if the world talked about that trade enough. No, it's definitely that's a nuts trade. Kind of sweeped under the rug. Yeah, it just happened. It's like, oh, cool, cool. And Jared Goff, sorry, All right, pal, but your, your career's, career's dead. dead. Sorry, um, Matt Stafford. Welcome back, my boy. Yeah, you're. He was given the keys to a goddamn Ferrari. Played last season with a broken freaking back. Yeah, he got the keys to a Ferrari, and Jared Goff got the keys to a Honda Civic. No, good luck. A '97 Honda Civic with one of the window window handles broken. Yeah, and and like half a rim missing. But hey, good yeah. luck, man. So, you know. So to give fun. it a give it give people a little little feel here, a little recap. We got Scooter picking. Kansas City, all winners. Kansas City, the Packers, Baltimore, Tennessee, and myself picking Tampa Bay, Buffalo, San Francisco, and the Los Angeles Rams. So those are the first four teams. Next week we will pick four, and we will pick four each week for the next four weeks. Next three weeks now, and then we'll get into football season. Football season is upon us. can feel it in the air. It's great. Um, you froze. You're frozen right now. Now you're back. Uh, it looked like you froze, just, man. You just that's, that's what happens. Good when you're lord, <laughs> stared. stared at the cat. Um, and froze. I now think he's the, mad at me because I flipped him in the nose. The last little bit of the podcast. I want to take a second to just appreciate the pure chaos in the trade world that happened. I think it was last week. We were talking about this. We texted about it. Between the NBA and the MLB, the full-on full on chaos that occurred in the trade world. To cover it, the NBA, Russell Westbrook, Russell, bleh, been the Brody. Yeah, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. The Lakers gave up a lot to get Russell Westbrook. No. The Bulls all of a sudden look like a playoff team. But DeMar, one of my favorite DeMar, players. They added, uh, I think, Kuzma and another guy. And uh, then Kuzma's on the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Um, who did the Bulls add? I don't know. NBA trades. Got to Google it. There's a whole thing. Uh-oh. Talks. Breaking news. Breaking news. Talks are heating up between the Eagles and Texans on a potential trade for Deshaun Watson. Oh, shit. That, see, that kind of stuff. This is why we start early, Huge. because anything can happen. Last year, or two years ago, I think there was a big injury that happened for one of our top teams. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Or there was a big trade that I, I don't know. Something happened. Yeah, something happened. But, yeah, so the NBA, the trade, like, I think the I think it was like days after the last game of the finals, shit was just thrown into the fan. Um, and there has been a lot of trades. The biggest one to note is Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. The Lakers. Uh, he's he's pretty much a Chris Paul, where he curses every team he goes to. Um, so I don't know if that's a good trade, but uh, Ricky Rubio, big big name, goes to the Cavs. Don't know those guys. Don't know those guys. Um, 
This is great. I, I was prepared for this in my brain before. Every Cubs not. player is gone. Yeah, every major Cubs player is gone. So it was fun. Um, Y'all had a championship out of it, so stop crying, I guess. Um, Sorry, your favorite player left. The Bucks lose P.J. Tucker to the Heat. Yeah. We had to lose someone. Someone's got to go. Uh, you can't pay everyone after a championship run. It's just it's sports. That's how it goes. But, but Bobby's back. We signed Bobby for a two-year, $9 million deal. Which is Lonzo Ball to the Bulls. Lonzo, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, so the Bulls look look good. I don't I don't know how good they look. Um, they look good on paper. Um, that's a lot. They're going to be a team to be reckoned with. It's a lot of new faces for a team that hasn't been good for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but all in all, the Bucks are still pretty intact, minus PJ Tucker and Brian Forbes, but. In a good, in a in a good way. Did Clears, Forbes leave? Is yeah. that official? Yeah, he's he's not. He uh he's left. I know he didn't. He declined his player. Option. He signed. He signed somewhere. I forgot where it was. Um, but I mean, hindsight that clears up some cap space for us and gives us more time to uh, yeah, and more and money to play around with, and it's good. It's good. People that don't realize this, like we traded for PJ Tucker at the trade deadline. Like this opens up. That's what the Bucks do. They go through the season figuring out what they might need, and then they'll make a trade for something. It's not ever going to be a big spectacular trade. Knock on wood, we never have to do that. But that's how they got PJ Tucker. Is all of a sudden we realize, hey, we need kind of this bruiser. We need this enforcer who can hit some threes and play good defense. Helped out a lot in the playoffs and the championship run. Yeah, Brian but Forbes. That's how they get him. He went to the the Spurs. Okay, um, well, but good for good for you, Forbes. I mean, it clears up cap space. It gives us chance to uh, sign some a big name to fill some holes. And I, 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 there's not many holes to fill. Like PJ Tucker, phenomenal defensive player. Yeah, it's it, with the performance that Giannis had and Chris Middleton had and True. Drew Holiday had. Like, there's. Not many holes to fill for us to be competitive for another championship. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, the 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 Knicks are still scary. Yeah, no, Nets, Nets, Nets are still yeah. scary. The Knicks are they're getting scary too. But I mean, like it's it's the NBA. Uh, super teams happen, but I think I think I think the the momentum gained from winning a championship is going to carry this team further. As long as they like, and we're gonna have uh, Divincenzo back. That's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Um, so I don't think there's any. There's no panic button yet. PJ Tucker's. It's it's a hit. We Perhaps. lost one big player. Uh, it was a starter. He was a starter in the playoffs. And if we had to lose a starter, I think he's the one that you would want to lose. Yeah, so you had to lose one. Give Bobby the starting role, and I'm happy. You know, I just want to see Bobby thrive. <laughs> I don't think that fits, but either way. Um, but I think that I don't. There's no panic button yet. No, not even close. Because um, we're keeping the, the big three together. We still have Drew. We still, we still have got Chris, Brooke. We still, have... we still got. We have Dante back, as you said. Bobby is coming off the bench. Thonasis is still there. Okay, we got another Antetokounmpo in the wings. Um, they've signed a bunch of European players. There's it's nothing. Fun. There's no panic yet. Nope. Um, we were good. People forget. We didn't have P.J. Tucker the, the two years before the championship run, and they had the best record in the league. 
I mean, it's mind very- you, they didn't win this. They they didn't win the championship, but now they're over that hump. Now they know what it's like to be there. They know what it takes to win in the playoffs. Our only threat is the Nets. And we beat them in seven. And we beat we, we beat we beat Kevin Durant in seven by half a shoe size. So I really I don't think I don't think that Kyrie makes a big difference in that game. No, James Hart he didn't make a big difference. I, there's no panic in me yet. If we all of a sudden that super those guys are so injury or mentally health uh, prone issues because Kyrie always has to take a week off every now and then. Fine, okay, I'm all in support of mental health. I'm not trying to make light of that, well, but y'all account for him taking a couple weeks off here and there. Um, he's not mentally tough. He hasn't proven that. Don't say that. Right now. Well, that's not the right words to use. That I, 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 mental health was not the right words to use. Okay, mental health, different story right now. Kyrie has proven to not be mentally tough. He can't make it through a season. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going it. on. He's he's a big. He's one of the big guys for the the players' association for the NBA, and it, it takes a lot to do that. And I agree, it makes sense. But I mean, I, I get to get back on the Bucks. I think we've got a a legitimate chance to 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 make a repeat chance. We got a we got a repeat run in us, and I think Giannis yeah. finally realizes how good of a player he is and how much he of an impact he can make on the court. That's a that's an update. What is it? Uh, Trevor Bauer's leave of absence has been extended to August 13th. Um, and another one. Another one. Coco Goff was forced to pull out of the Olympics after contracting COVID. Mm. So, that's that. Nothing exciting. All right. But, that's but yeah, sports folks, talk. stop. Nobody's worrying about it. Still celebrate the championship. It'll be fine. And uh, we'll go from there. Exactly. We're fine. <clears throat> Excuse me. And... Shout out to all the Packers fans. You got Randall Cobb back. Jordy's coming back. James Jones said he'd come back. Just getting the whole band back together. The band is back together. Eddie Lacy. Oh. Cheeseburger Eddie. He's ready. Cheese Cheeseburger. Can you imagine Cheeseburger Eddie in that? In that room? I mean, we, they could what? use another tackle. Yeah, he's more of like a <laughs> tight end or tackle at this point. He's yep, he is, fullback. He is center a true fullback. Now. I would give him the ball as a fullback. That'd be great. He is. But we are more than excited for football season. We've been craving it. It's yeah, time. We need some football. And actually, tonight I think is the Hall of Fame game. So it might be. I don't know. I was paying attention. That's fine. But um, <laughs> yeah, if you wanna if you wanna play fantasy football with us, message one of our social media pages, and we'll be sure to figure out a way to get you in because we have a league. It's a reoccurring league. Season three starts this year. Um, but if you want to join us and, and try to battle it out with the boys, let us know. Maybe we'll make a second league. Um, and Who was the champ last year? I forget. I think it was Sam. Sam and Shark. Sam. Son of a bitch, Sam. Um, it was. But, yeah, we love fantasy football. Uh, if you want to invite us to your league, we'll do that too. Um, but other than that, I think – are we doing? Is the live show happening this Sunday? Is that a thing? I think we. Said I can't it was. do this Sunday. All right, so not this Sunday, but next Sunday, or the next next Sunday. One of these days, there's going to be a live. Whenever I don't work in the morning, I'm there's going to be a coffee with the boys, a live show, or maybe it'll be a, a Sunday afternoon show. I don't know when you work. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll I mean, get... I can do it if we can do it like this. I just couldn't go down there and do it. 
No, it could be like this. Yeah, we don't have to do it like. Yeah, okay, we, could, I think we can I do work earlier. We got a strongman competition at three sheeps this week. We so can I do can... a Zoom. I can stream our Zoom onto whatever we do live. Coming soon. Yes, it's coming soon. We'll figure it out. But yeah, there will be a live show. Um, it w- it'll be a good chance to, for you to interact with us. And we're getting we're going to get more active on social media too because our listens have been bad. So tell your friends to listen to tell us. Friends. And Everybody, tell one friend to listen to us. Let them know we're the smartest football podcast because we've picked the Super Bowl champs uh, three years in a row. Yeah. Um, we have. So, yeah. Other than that, I've been Scooter. I've been J-Dog. And may the beer be with you and forever and always with your soul. We love you. Bucks and, Bucks and six.